listening to Redemption Cast. Newly arrived in L.A., Angel is befriended by a half-demon named Doyle, whose visions lead him to a powerful vampire whose next victim just may be Cordelia Chase. (laughs) No! God, I can't. I'm Robin. <laughs> I'm Stephanie. Uh, I'm Kimberly. I'm Illyrio. And I'm Brad. Hello, Brad. Hello. Hi, Brad. Hello, Hello. Gabby. You, you don't I'm sound so- like Gabby at all. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby couldn't make it. She was under the weather. So I picked up my podcast pressure phone and I called Brad. And he agreed to an emergency replacement for Gabby. Time out. So honored. Time out. Who who did the theme song? That is... (laughs) That's from the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. Yes, it is. (laughs) Fantastic. There's no way that can be our theme song. That is so super lame. It's awesome. (laughs) Well, anyway, like I said, we're going to try out a bunch of different songs. Okay. And then we'll we'll, we'll let the people vote. (laughs) We'll let the people decide. Love it. Wow. I think it's a winner. I I think it is, too. I love it. It sounded like a scene from Buffy the Vampire Lair. (laughs) (laughs) Doing my best to procure said film. My my uncle Nefarious has not found me a copy yet. The commentary track is going to be excellent. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, welcome to Redemption Cast. Yay! Yay! First episode. episode. And, uh, yeah. So. City of. City of what? Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. I don't think there was an ellipsis there, was there? That was definitely an ellipsis because it doesn't mean anything else. That was a joke sent to one person. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. Oh, good. So how are we going to do uh, this this podcast? How is it going to differ from potential I, cast? I think we're going to get right into points and then do feedback later. All right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So first point. Uh, I love it already more than any other episode of of Buffy. Really? No, not any episode, uh, but most. But most episodes, yeah. I'm I'm digging it. I did find Exposition Doyle to be mm-hmm. uh, unnecessary a little, evil. A little too Irish. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't have to be Irish. He didn't have to be. No. Hey, I, just he reminds me of a leprechaun. You know, really? <laughs> but that's racist. That's racist. Uh, I'm it? calling it. <laughs> he's like, is he really? Is he, he's I mean, he's not wearing green with a big giant belt buckle and a corn pipe. But he's showing Angel the way to the pot of gold. Or whatever. Oh, <laughs> that's why he's Irish. He has a point. That's, that's why he's Irish. 
I thought he was Irish because of the drunkenness. It took me a while to figure out who who he was. Was was this guy, this actor, is he the same guy that was on like a season of Roseanne? Yeah, because Josh started in the beers riding on Roseanne. Okay. Yeah, he played not David, but the older brother. He played the one of the sisters. Wasn't he the, the older yes. sister's boyfriend? And he had this husband. weird, stupid hair. It was and- Becky's husband. I forget his yeah. name. Yeah. His, the, the, the actor that played his younger brother, David, uh, is now on uh, that big, uh, big, show big with theory. no nerds on it. The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> oh, it's posers. No what are you talking about? I booed their panel at, at uh, Comic-Con. They, I met them in person. When They're really someone nice. made a, uh, a, 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 a Doctor Who reference and none of them knew anything oh, about oh. it. I just They're felt normies. They're, they're completely, entirely normal. And I'm very disappointed. Well, well you I've know, gotten into all sorts of for things, the other guy. and I'm just catching up on the Doctor Who. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but you knew what a TARDIS was long before you started watching Doctor oh, Who. Oh, gosh. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> none of them knew what a TARDIS was. That's retardus. <laughs> Back to Angel. Um, so, when we did our commentary, uh, Kimberly, yes. Gabby, and myself, we thought that that guy was supposed to be like Willie the Snitch, but in fact, it was supposed to be Whistler, right? Yeah. And originally, exactly. they wanted the same actor? Well, according to an interview with uh, Max Perlich, um, who played Whistler, he said he never got a call. So maybe they thought, we want someone like him. Hmm. But we can't work with that guy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think he would have fit at all. Mm. Yeah. He was a little... He was, mu- he was much more swarthy than Doyle is. Mm. I have to ask our guest, is this your first experience with Angel? Or is this... No. No? I, I have watched most of Angel. Mm-hmm before um mainly the first season and the last season <laughs> wow <laughs> you, you bookended it as they say but yeah i kind of did that with both buffy and angel so you skipped to the end yeah <laughs> <laughs> at the time to- at the time only the-, the first season was out on dvd mm-hmm. and the last season was playing i think so all right yeah. right that's how I- that's where i ended up excellent well, this is Josh Holloway's first TV appearance. Wow, he <laughs> was young. He was a baby. A pup. <laughs> a, mere, a mere kitten. <laughs> Can I just say, I mean, Steph, Steph can agree with me whenever she comes back to the microphone. Um, I'm here. Be <laughs> <laughs> quiet. We have been both like going, oh my God, I cannot wait for at least Kim to watch. Yeah, this is going to explode. <laughs> Just the, the joy of hearing you guys do that commentary. Wow. Like, have, have you go, is that Sawyer? <laughs> that was brilliant. Uh, it was, I didn't, would not even cross my mind that yeah, I would see I anybody from Law as yeah. well. Well, when you do, you're like, the first thing you're like, oh my god, they're so young. <laughs> like, same thing when I watch Smallville and I see Evangeline Lilly walk around in the background. I'm like, what the? Yeah. What? <laughs> I didn't know she was in Smallville. She's, she's not a- really in it. She's an extra. Oh, yes. really? Yeah, she's like one of the oh, kids. Oh, yeah, because they filmed in Vancouver, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Struggling she doesn't Canadian have any actress. lines. You can just occasionally see her walk by. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, but in Angel... 
there's just no telling who's going to show up before it's all over. Yep. So, Angel is pretending to be drunk, or is he really drunk? Because I thought they were trying to sell it that he was drunk. But pretending to pretending be drunk. Pretending to be drunk. He's trying to sell it. In the commentary, Joss said that they wanted to show different sides of Angel. His acting range. <laughs> yeah, that he fools people or something. Like by just wearing a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah, okay. for like for like half a second. That is a that's a character that's David playing a mook. Really? So whenever we see a Hawaiian shirt in the future, we know that he's about to. Yes, some it is. It is a character that Angel plays. Oh God, because he's playing different roles in his different like. You see, the thing, the thing about uh, this episode of Angel is you get to see Angel, but Angel's like playing other characters too. You get to see like five mm. different angels. Wow. <laughs> this ain't Ringer, but it's close. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched that show because I'm afraid of Buffy spoilers. <laughs> I watched it. I hope it doesn't get canceled. I love it. I know it's trashy, not good, but it's fun. It's trashy, yeah. It's really campy, but anyways. Yeah. Speaking um, of uh, of Angel's clothes, though, I, I I remember back when I first saw this, how like strange Angel looked in this, like especially when he's like wearing like a sweater and gray pants. Oh god, that was weird. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because I, he wasn't wearing like all black. Yeah, he's yeah. usually like tr- wearing a trench coat or he's something. You know, like Bruder McBruderton. Yeah, like bare chested. That's so yeah. true, and I, I think I mentioned it in our episode zero that watching this episode, like, I was not attracted to Angel at all in Buffy, but <laughs> Angel and Angel, hell yes. Yeah, and he gets bigger, and with each season, he, gets, he gains bulk. <laughs> I know, it's like he's sucking the energy out of Sarah Michelle Geller. As she grows smaller, he grows bigger. That's funny. <laughs> and horrible. Nice. <laughs> demon um okay i want to say it right now what's the big deal if he drank some of her blood yeah what do you mean well the you have your you want to say redemption because of the fact that you drank her blood and why why is it such a big deal why is he traumatized that he drank some of her blood i don't get it yeah he didn't kill her Uh, he was ashamed of himself that he did it that he drank so he much in it. the hospital they the, the scoobs gave him a big guilt trip and everything but that's uh-huh. what they do robin and what? he's been spending all this time uh uh staying away from human blood and oh, yes, yes staying away I from know. humans yeah and i don't want to spoil but it but don't she spoil. gave them she gave them the okay <laughs> i know but she made time, him the same time okay so you know he at least has an excuse that he didn't have a soul when he was a vampire and drinking blood but now that he has a soul if i think maybe drinking blood and realizing it's still awesome <laughs> that might put a little bit of guilt into him <laughs> i suppose but she made him she punched him and everything oh she oh she forced him to yeah. are you a, a proponent for domestic violence too <laughs> I'm just saying, she hit she him. Made me she made him. She made him drink her blood. It's true. Sarah was asking for it. She literally <laughs> was, though. She wasn't just asking. She was demanding. Yeah. 
I don't know. But the thing I just is, but Angel is is so stuck up. He he wants to think he's better than the other vampires. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> he is. Well, yeah, he's got his soul. Who else has got a soul? <laughs> I mean, come on. I find it odd that Spike doesn't have a soul. I know that we mm. haven't seen Spike in this show yet, but I know yeah. he will be on because you know DVD case. Hate <laughs> um, you, Netflix. But no, it's okay, man. But, but, you know, you don't really know what capacity he's on, you know? Yeah, I mean... I suppose, but it's like... I, I, Spike seems like a lot more fun. Yeah. So, this girl, Tina, needs help. <laughs> oh, Tina. And Angel is very bad at stealth. Just like Buffy was. Remember, you know, Buffy's terrible at stealthy? Yeah. Uh, Angel doesn't know how to... Uh, uh, I don't think he knows how to do anything social. <laughs> I'm, so, I, I'm so glad Brad's on because I can say Tina's going back to Missoula. Montana! I know. That <laughs> was amazing. <laughs> I couldn't even express into words the importance of Missoula in our commentary episode. <laughs> but that's where Maddie Palmer is from. <laughs> And it was amazing when she said Missoula. I couldn't. I I, I couldn't contain myself. Um, same here. It was just amazing. Um, yeah. So Tina needs help. Uh, Angel is trying to pick her up. She's going to pepper spray him, and then what happens? We find ourselves. <laughs> she takes. She him has to, to a go party. to a party. <laughs> yes, of course. And then we have the guy who I think played an NBC executive on on Seinfeld. Um, uh-huh. Trying yeah. to not pick up Angel because he's already in a relationship uh, with the landscape artist or landscape architect, excuse me. Uh, but I think that whole scene is exactly how it went down between Joss and and uh, David Boreanaz. Right. <laughs> you're you're spectacular. You're gorgeous. I think I could put you in TV. Call me. Yeah. Well, the whole story with that is like on a commentary or on a back behind the scenes interview. What the casting agent says that she saw him walking his dog one morning and said that he would be perfect. But he has said that that never happened. That he came in and and actually tried uh, to act. Yeah, and actually <laughs> did the screen test and everything. Wow. Auditioned. Mm. Wow. That's it. That's that's remarkable. <laughs> I guess. Why do you say that? Well, I guess when you're casting, sometimes you're really desperate for a certain type. Well, and and he, the reason his name is stuff. Angel is they were expecting, they were wanting a Hispanic actor. Oh, Angel. Angel. Oh, I see. <laughs> so they made him Irish instead. Yeah. <laughs> Only natural. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I know I might be jumping around here, but. Um, That's fine. Uh, Illyrio, did you did you know Cordelia was going to be on Angel? Yes, because you know of a DVD case. Yes, but I didn't realize how immediate it was going to be, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize the context and the situation. I didn't realize the thigh exposure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Greenwald said that uh, Cordelia makes everything look more LA, and that <laughs> That's funny. Cordelia yes. is a bright contrast. Uh, in compared compared to the dark and brooding loner, wasn't she a um, a Laker girl? Or she, she was a San Diego Charger girl, I believe. Oh, okay. uh, so it was a cheerleader of some sort. Close, yeah. 
But yeah, because of all the all of the characters that could have done the the spinoff of Gone with Angel, it, even though they didn't really have much interaction on Buffy, it makes mm-hmm. the most sense for her to go. Yeah, I remember that summer before Angel, like hearing about you know the casting and everything, and I was like, really? Yeah, I I wasn't buying it. It, didn't, it took me to actually watch the show to actually get into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's just something about Cordelia in comparison to the other Scoobies that is mm-hmm. a yeah. bit more grown up. Not grown up, but I should say adult, <laughs> in a, yeah. for lack of a better word. But yeah. Well, and I can see Cordelia leaving Sunnydale. She's not a, she's not a you know stay home yeah. kind of girl. She's a go to the big city type of uh-huh. girl. Yeah. And lift off of crackers. Yeah. <laughs> I think showing um, Cordy's place, uh, Cordy's apartment was great. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, just like, you know, we already discussed the freshman of Buffy, you know, just like over on Buffy, like Xander's not going to college. Cordy isn't automatically like becoming like a Hollywood starlet or anything. She, right. They, they, they knew that we all kind of bonded with the, uh, the uh, girl in the dress shop, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I yeah, think the and, apartment did the same kind of thing for the yeah. chorus. And what's so sad about Cordelia in L.A. is high school came very easy for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She Everything was easy, but coming to L.A. and becoming a success, it's very random. She needs to find mm-hmm. an L.A. harmony. Yes. Uh, a lackey. Yeah. I hope she gets the lackeys. <laughs> Isn't that what Doyle is? Or might be? Hmm. I don't know. She can't find harmony. She should at least find bones or thugs. <laughs> hmm. That's a good point. So, uh, well, what do you think the powers that be are? Spike and Drew. No. So the powers that be are the senior partners. Because yeah. that's what I got from the commentary. Yeah, Spike and what? Drew. Oh, wait, no. Powers that be. Sorry, 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 sorry. Senior partners are Spike and Drew. Right. I think the powers that be are whoever is, I don't know, uh, playing chess with all of us up in the mystical sky. I believe it is a deity of some kind. I was going to give a lost spoiler, but, you know. I know. No, I no spoilers of any kind. Thing and I was like, it's like, uh, and then no, I was no, like no. Uh, no spoilers of any kind, please, for any show whatsoever. <laughs> it reminds me <laughs> it's Mr. Belvedere. Small wonder. Uh, oh, crap. Never <laughs> mind. <laughs> yeah, so I think the powers of be is, I don't know, some kind of deity. Mm-hmm. Let's say Zeus. Zeus. Sure. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> the senior partners are Spike and Drew. Gotta be. I don't know. It has to be. I, I don't know. If I was right about Angel P.I., I'm right about this. <laughs> That's true. You did call it. I want to see the Spike and Drew board meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, but isn't, hasn't he spent the last little while looking for her? I suppose. Or maybe they got back together after he kicked that whatever demon in the head and then... <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. No. I think um, he was off building an empire in L.A. It could, it could be because they want to get back at Angel. Not even. They just want to be badasses. Mm-hmm. They, they, mm-hmm. they, they want, they want people to adore them and idolize them and worship them, right? So, yeah. so they went to yeah. LA. <laughs> I don't know. It could. 
isn't always like a red hair. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't it's know. not always a red hair. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, there was one. Uh, one problem I had at like be- the beginning. I just didn't want to forget this point, but uh, uh, the fact that Sawyer couldn't detect that Angel was a vampire, but yet Angel could sense that Doyle wasn't human later on. I, I just always thought that vampires could kind of it had like heightened senses, and he's acting all drunk. Sawyer should have been like, you know, why you, you damn idiot. <laughs> <laughs> What if the smell of alcohol is stronger than the smell of vampire? Ooh. Mm. Doubtful. There we go. <laughs> trying. Trying. <laughs> I think it's, it's one of those SOD moments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, maybe, I mean, turning into a vampire is supposed to heighten what you already are. So maybe Angel already had some kind of superior sense of smell. For <laughs> <laughs> reaching. Are, are we going to find out what makes up Doyle? He's half human and half porcupine. Blowfish. Blowfish. <laughs> Love it. Blowfish boy. Are we? Are we going to find out soon? Yes. Or? Well, yeah. Okay. We, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. He is. He is. He has no problem telling you the whole story about lots of things. <laughs> okay. Which is which is good <laughs> exposition, man. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> Oh, by the way, just to let you know, here's my entire life story. Flashback. Love <laughs> it. What are you doing for the next hour? Let me tell you about myself. <laughs> Let's have an Irish accent off, will we? <laughs> Is Doyle like ageless, like the like a vampire, or does he age? Is or is that a spoiler? Uh, I. Any any question you ask about Doyle that you don't know might be a spoiler. I would say, right, Steph? Yeah, but I mean, like you know, he is half human, so he's okay. half normal. So he ages. So so his bottom half. Is- <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it. Lovely. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I ask a lot of questions. Again, you don't have to answer any of them. It's just how I am. I have to hold myself back because, but usually, I, I, it, your questions are followed with Lirio going, "Don't answer that." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, the, the vamp makeup. You yes. know, you talked that about how, well, uh, they discussed it on the commentary that they were uh, experimenting, mm-hmm. but they wanted something scarier than on Buffy, and it changes. They don't stick with this long because okay. it just looks like they're diseased. That's yeah, that's exactly and, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I think that they wanted Russell to look diseased, and he was green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was weird. like the L.A. herpes vampire. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. okay, let's talk about L.A. and versus Sunnydale. Okay, <laughs> Sunnydale, the suburbs where people keep their head buried in the sand, and they just don't really want to know the truth, and they. Mm-hmm. Don't want to know what's going on. But in the big city mm-hmm. in L.A. where there are demons and there are bad people mm-hmm. and people are callous and self-centered and they really don't care that there's a bunch of demons wandering, wandering, running around. Like Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, we have a raccoon problem. 
<laughs> not problem. not a what? demon problem. <laughs> Close. Demon raccoons. Because I think in more like L.A., it's like people are just oblivious because they're so self-centered. Yeah. Whereas in Sunnydale, everyone kind of knows what's going on, but they don't want to mention it mm. because they yeah. if they don't mention it, it maybe it doesn't exist. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, you see a like a zombie football player walking down the street in Sunnydale, you're like, oh, that's. A- that guy's messed up or whatever, you know, in LA is like, he kind of like, Oh, I hope he just stumbles past me. I don't know. Yeah. Freaky guy m- mixed amongst all the other freaky people in LA, you know? Mm-hmm. Sorry, is, LA. Is LA where, um, uh, <laughs> Buffy became a waitress and called herself Anne? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, she, Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I want Angel to go sit in that diner and Joyce is dressed like Anne, like Anne and wait. <laughs> I, I think Joyce is just waiting for Buffy to call her somehow and let her know that it's safe to come back. Oh, <laughs> speaking of phone calls, <laughs> there is a phone call in this. Oh, heavy oh, breathing. Is that what you were uh, um, alluding to in uh, an episode of Potential Cast last week? I wasn't sure exactly if you were joking with me or if you knew <laughs> This is essentially our first crossover. That phone call hmm? is a crossover? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Big crossover. Big crossover. (laughs) So Simon and Simon going off to Hawaii and helping Magnum out while he helps. Simon and Simon and Magnum are gonna come up a lot in this podcast, aren't they? (laughs) Well, it's 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 some of the best crossover stuff you've ever seen. That's true. It was brilliant. I'm serious. We we should scrap this and do a Magnum PI rewatch. Well, you know what we should do? We should concurrently with uh, with Redemption Class, with Redemption Cast, do a Magnum PI rewatch and see how much they stole from Magnum PI. <laughs> <laughs> Mustache Cast. There we go. <laughs> Stash Cast. Stash Cast. Ah, uh, yeah. And the Detroit Tigers cap. Hey, Hawaiian shirts. What can I say? Oh, yeah. that's one. Mm-hmm. That's one. <laughs> yeah, the. Um, that party was weird, so Angel can be captured on video. Yes. Well, we didn't see him on the video, did we? I yeah, we, we saw did. it from the video's point of view. Did we? Oh. Yeah. It's while it was recording. He wasn't there on playback. It was, it was during the Cloverfield. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cloverfield ripped Angel off, just so you know. That's fine. I thought that would be fantastic if they go to the playback and, like, his face is all distorted. What the hell? That would have been great, but it That's never That's so freaky. Happened. Steph, do you remember anything about videos or photographs? I, I'm kind of... I can't remember if there's anything. Because Vampire Rules obviously are a little, little bent in, in this universe, right? Well, because they're not real. <laughs> well, I mean, so they can't, but... what I look at it is every, every, every vampire story, they have their own rules. And this is just, this is just the rules of this universe. I think Joss mentioned it, um, like, just quickly mentioned it in passing on the commentary that, oh, yeah, Angel shows up on video. And I may be wrong. I don't know. I don't know. It could just but, be a continuity thing. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember there ever being, like, a plot point on on Buffy or Angel about, like, his cameras or video. Like, oh, you know, Angel won't show up on, on camera, so he could sneak into this certain place or whatever. I just don't mm-hmm. remember. Yeah. Wow. No. No, I think I think it they stick with Angel shows up on video. All right. 
Well, he can also walk around in the daylight, so... Yeah, okay, okay. that's another one. You guys are going to have to get past this. Direct sunlight sets on fire. If it's shaded sunlight, he's good. Yeah. What percentage? But that's how it is in in other vampire... If it's shaded, then he could go out in clothing. Yeah. All right. Well, well, I mean... You'd have to be, yes. like, in a gigantic all, cloak. All Angel needs to walk around all day is a giant sombrero. <laughs> well, yeah. there are blankets used. More blankets. Yeah, yes. they used a blanket in Buffy. Yeah, but he was smoldering. And then, yeah, then he was smoking when he came out. You know what he does? You know what he doesn't need is a convertible. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> that's how suicidal he is. That's, that's how he rolls. <laughs> Remember, Spike had no problem driving in daylight, right? The windows no, were had, out, yeah. yeah, he had this, the spray paint. Yeah, but still, there's sunlight. How did he see? <laughs> he didn't. That's the whole thing. It but wasn't because, direct but sunlight. Because he was drunk, yeah. it canceled itself out, you see. When the yeah. sun gets in our eyes, we get annoyed. When the sun gets in their eyes, they burn off. They literally burn. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's so, okay. Yeah. That's Direct sunlight. Okay, we could deal with that. <laughs> Direct sunlight. They can have food every once in a while. It's not like they have to drink blood and they, they can't eat food. You guys said something like that on the commentary, too. I was like, why can't I have a cup of coffee? It's okay. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah, amazing hair. Yes. Hair. Continuously. Hair. Constantly amazing hair. Even though they can't see themselves in mirrors. <laughs> he has a groomer. Hmm. He, he's over 200 years old. He knows how to do his hair by now. I guess. Speaking of, um, Cordelia is trying to impress people at a party, and then <laughs> the party ends badly for Tina, and Angel jumps into the wrong car. That yes. Joyce and David Greenwalt said that a self, a straight up self assured hero would be boring, <laughs> and that the good thing about genre, let's see, blah blah, hero makes mistakes, make fun of the genre without spoofing. Mm-hmm. Six hours of work in the parking garage. Really, that took six hours. Yeah, it's quite a jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, all of that in the parking garage yeah. took six hours. And they're talking about the stunt driver, like they forgot to tell him to underplay it, you know, to not do too much. And so the stunt <laughs> driver's like exaggeratingly driving the car. That's <laughs> <laughs> distracting. With that back and forth steering wheel action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that, that definitely was the moment in the. I, I remember that was the moment in the episode where you know you just kind of like go, okay, it's not going to be all doom and gloom and you know slight awkwardness. It, it, there's going to be some laugh out loud moments. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about it. Yeah, I think Angel is much better served in this show because on Buffy there wasn't really enough room or time to let him be you know comedy. Mm-hmm. But he was though. I learned every right. now every now and then he had a, a couple of one liners. But when you're playing off of like uh, Xander, who's su- such a character, and even uh, Cordelia and Oz, like whenever they say things, it's usually not to move the story along. It's like a aside, like a oh yeah, that's right, mm-hmm. nice comment, you know. So and for him and for Angel to be on Buffy to do that it would just be too many characters trying to get in their one liners yeah. Yeah. yeah and and honestly I mean how many jokes can you crack when you know in the back of your mind is like yeah I killed 
uh, his girlfriend that he loved. <laughs> like, should I be acting too goofy right now? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But yeah, something that... really... Laugh, life destroyer. Laugh. <laughs> Sorry, Steph? go ahead. Brad? No, go ahead. Janet? <laughs> okay. Something they would talk a lot about on the commentary is how this was like Batman. Because they made yeah, yeah, like Yeah, they had several... that whole over-the-shoulder <laughs> hero shots. Yeah. yeah. And the uh, contraptions, that, you know, the double stake. Grappling hook. Doyle oh, even called it a bat cave. He yeah. did. And he had like his Wolverine stake things at the beginning. That was pretty cool. When he dusted mm, Sawyer. Badass. Yeah, but if I'm a vampire, I stay away from wood. But he's not going to kill himself. He might. Yeah, exactly. He just trips. Oh, no. Yeah, but then you have to trip as it, as it goes right through his heart. So it's, yeah. uh, it's a little bit Damn my snake cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hey, uh, yeah, Stacy. He's kind of a creep, and I just want to say that men with women's names should not be trusted. (laughs) (laughs) Or men with goatees. And, yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's why I shaved uh, mine off. How does a gym supply business owner get mixed up with a uh, rich vampire? (laughs) I just don't understand (laughs) that. I don't know. Maybe someone needed some creatine. But I want to talk about younger, fatter Alice Cooper driving the car. That was younger, fatter Alice Cooper. I don't know how they managed to pull that off, but that was younger, fatter Alice Cooper. I tell you what, he's chicken. Great hair. Yeah, he is chicken. <laughs> Damn right he is. Who so, was the guy's like, um, like I don't want to say secretary, but like his little assistant? I think that was the, 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 the law firm. Yeah, at the law. Firm. Uh, 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 Lindsay. Is mm-hmm. that his name? Another the, one. Not, not the guy that went out the window, but his assistant. That was there in the office before. Yes. Yeah. The I that think that guy is going to be lawyer. Okay. Uh-huh. I just think that guy's going to be around some more. I don't yes, know, he's like the him. one talking about the senior partners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think maybe he might even be one of the senior partners, like, and a cover. He's just Ooh. like a. Well, he said on the phone the senior partners don't they don't need to know about the we got a new player in town. You know, there's no reason to alert the senior partners yet. Hmm. Did you see what the law firm's name was? No. Huh? I know it, but I need to I I need a reminder. It's Wolfram and Hart. Wolfram and Hart? Mm-hmm. Like Hart like a heart or H A R T? H A R T. Like Heart to Heart, which is another uh, intro cast we started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Heart. The Heart Foundation. Ah. <laughs> my dad was so in love with Stephanie Powers that he was going to name my oh, sister yeah. Stephanie. And uh-huh. there was another family that was in the hospital the same day that my sister was born. And they named their daughter Stephanie. My dad was pissed. Even though you probably would never see those people again exactly. in your life. <laughs> He's like, we can't name her Stephanie anymore, so that's why her name is wow. Angela. <laughs> that's really interesting, actually. <laughs> no, it's not, but anyways. <laughs> I, oh. I'm, I'm just a little surprised that that would be the reaction. 
There cannot be two in the same <laughs> Damn it! But when the babies get switched up, then you're screwed. Yes. <laughs> this is true. So, who here was surprised that Tina died? Oh, very surprising. Me. And also, the, uh, 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 I've lost my place. I've lost my place. The you talking about what they cut out there? No, that the uh, the bad guy didn't show up until like the third act. Oh, we don't mm-hmm. see the villain until the third act. Mm-hmm. You know, usually the villain shows up early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Russell Stover. <laughs> Russell hands. Hands. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. I haven't watched this week, so. Oh. Um, here's Either. the thing with the with this whole situation. I found it to be pretty cool. And I liked it, and I want to see more. But I was really, really surprised that Tina died. And I'm wondering, how does Angel get redemption by getting people killed when he's trying to help them out? <laughs> how does that compute? I think that was, well, chalk another thing up I have to redeem myself for. <laughs> That's like, but by sacrificing one, he saved many. Yes. Right? Including Cordy. Yeah. It was the old bait and switch, Joss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a uh, redemption's not going to come easy. You're going to have to work for it. Mm-hmm. Redemption like- isn't free, you know, or is that freedom? <laughs> I get freedom them mixed up. Free. Both. It's a hefty fucking fee. Oh, that's war. <gasps> I'm not going to edit it out. You will have to put money into the swear jar. We're going to have a swear <laughs> okay. jar, and at the end of the season, uh, the, the the swear jar is going to be used to buy merchandise that we'll give away free. Sure. So that'll be twenty dollars, please. <laughs> yeah, right. This is gonna be expensive. Come on, our currency is awesome. You can afford it. Not anymore. We're under now. Shh, shh. Don't say it out loud. They have no clue. <laughs> oh. All right, all right. Moving on. Tina's dead. Um, multitasking <laughs> between computers was amazing back then. Oh. <laughs> I see how amazing to hear back hear you guys talk about that. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I was in hysterics. <laughs> yeah, they said that they had video uh, taped, record. What am I trying to shot? They had shot lots of that, that you know, research uh, exterior scene? and the library, and he was going to be there on the com- doing com- research on the computers every week. Uh huh. <laughs> they dropped it. <laughs> Thank God. Because <laughs> that would have been. That's. <laughs> How many computers are all lined up? Like four? And he was like like sliding between each one? (laughs) He couldn't open another window. Yeah. I would have really liked to have seen Angel, because he is 240-something years old. I would just like to see him being confused and trying to learn how to work it. (laughs) Like my mother-in-law. Yeah. (laughs) Which one do I press? that computers and Angel doesn't. (laughs) I don't know. Angel is much older. I really wish that Angel had more old man traits. <laughs> I wish she was like a little like racist and angry at children and <laughs> you never see it. No, you don't. But there's hope, Brad. Oh. I'm holding out hope. <laughs> um yeah. Did so no one taught Angel that you could actually have multiple windows open. No. On a computer. It, it, it would slow him down. That's he knew that. Come on, the the library computers, they don't have enough RAM, Alirio. <laughs> Shut down. 
I just want to see them introduce cell phones into the story. Oh, I get way too much. No, but we already oh, saw already that, right? They yeah. had beepers first, though, no, but right? Cordy had this giant flip phone with That's a huge right. antenna. Lindsay had one, too. Yeah. <laughs> Pulled out the little curly antenna. Yeah, the curly <laughs> antenna was, was, was awesome. I I must say that I'm, I'm surprised that I haven't seen any of the portable telephones with the briefcase attached. <laughs> that was the battery pack. But I think we digress. Um, Do- uh, okay. Doyle trying to get through the gate was awesome. Yes. <laughs> I like the fact that he runs away an first and then, then you're like, you're like what, what is he yeah. doing? <laughs> that was his human side. His conscience brought him back. And how awesome was it that Cordy figured out what was going on? Oh, so yes. great. From the decor. Those are like, all, all of my quotes were around that one scene. So great. Hey. <laughs> uh, but it's good that she knows. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, she would be dead. Uh, been around enough vampires. Yeah. yeah. She knows. You think she probably just thinks, as soon as she walks into a room, where the mirror is at? Yeah. <laughs> She's got to look at herself, not to see who <laughs> they don't have them. Mm. Uh, I gotta say, uh, my next point is Cordy slowly getting chased up the stairs, looking <laughs> down one hallway she can run down. Instead of running down that hallway, she turns around to go the other way and for no reason at all. And then finally, Russell catches up. It's just like, <laughs> not the worst chase scene ever. <laughs> no, what happened was Russell was behind her. She ran up the stairs. She looked down. She looked to her left. Then when she looked to her right, Russell came from her right. Yeah, I know, but she could have just. Kept running, kept running instead of stopping at the top of the stairs, going, "Where do I go?" In all these different directions that I could go. Well, it was it was dark down the halls because you know Angel comes from the other I don't think hall, gets it. which is badass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on! But the pulling of the rug, really, that was lame. <laughs> no, no, no! You see, you see, Angel pulled the rug out from under him. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> He pulled the rug out from under, metaphorically as well, by catching yeah. him up in his oh own Oh my god! Game. You're right! It's, so clever. <laughs> it's, it's a metaphor! Clever. It's clever. Oh. <laughs> what else oh, happened? Angel. Uh, I don't have anything until uh, the whole... I mean, I, I just kind of like... My eyes glaze over when... They do the whole, um, don't worry, you know, Angel, we're going to, you know, save your soul, and this is what you got to do, and you got to be a hero, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, I understand. First episode, <laughs> setting up the game plan. Gotcha. So if but, he gets his soul back, then he gets to be with Buffy forever? Is that how this whole thing wraps up? He gets to be a real boy. <laughs> Again, don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> Nothing to do with a whale. Nothing to do with a whale at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the yeah, the next thing I actually have is him getting getting his uh, revenge on Russell. Oh, Russell! Never ever lean back in a chair with wheels, <laughs> especially Dump. with so many windows. Mm-hmm. I mean, who didn't see that coming? The weird I thing didn't. is, that it seems like it seems like Angel was going to let him go for a while because they have the scene. They're back at Angel's place, and Cordelia's like, 
well, I'm fine now. He's clearly not going to come after me, is he? And then they're like, oh, crap, I got to go after him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought I was done with this guy. Yeah, because I thought he was going to be the, the quote-unquote big bad for the season. Yeah, I did too. I thought he was going to, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. deal angel misery. Uh-huh. Someone else's job now. Yes, it is. Uh, it's the slave drivers in the other dimension that are through the portal in LA are, are going to be the big bats. Tar- <laughs> you know, tar pit in the ceiling. Yes, tar pit in the ceiling. Tar pit in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have any other notes. Me neither. Yeah. Are we ready to rate? Sure. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I know that it's going to get better and I don't know. I just, I like that. It's a bit more grown up. Like, don't get me wrong. I like, I like Buffy and the campiness of it all, but I think personally right now, I like that. It's a bit older. I think if I was watching it at the time, I would have loved both equally, but, uh, I'd say I'd give it eight out of 10, um, Hawaiian shirts. Very nice. (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. I really enjoyed this. More than I thought I would, I think. So, you know, a couple things that bothered me here and there, but whatever. It's TV. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this particular episode to start off the show had um, a pretty good mix of exposition and background and kind of new stuff. Really kind of set the stage, especially at the end when we see our three, you know, you know, chums about ready to set up their office. <laughs> um, you know, with that banker's box and everything, um, I I thought it was pretty well done. So I'm going to give it eight out of ten. Struggling actresses. I got I got to ask really. Uh, sorry to interject. Um, the uh-huh. the size of disgust that came out when they were setting up. <laughs> the Are you guys going to be all right? <laughs> I think so. Well. <laughs> kind of what we have to deal with <laughs> I was quite I, I was pleased that I was disappointed. right yeah I was disappointed but I guess this guy, he has to have a purpose something to do right mm-hmm. I was just hoping model. it wasn't going to be like, it, it's, I think it would be different if okay these are the things you have to go uh, these people in quotes, I'm doing air quotes, are the people you're going to have to go save. But if they recruit them for their services, I think that's just a little... Like, if they have outside mm-hmm. people, it's like, oh, I looked you up in the phone book, and you guys are private detectives, and I thought you guys could help me out with a little trouble I'm having. That's when I'm like, ugh. Okay. Well, you know, we're, we're, we're in uh, season four of Buffy. You find the, the, the troubles of uh, encountering your first year at college. In Angel season one, you will discover the troubles of having a startup business. So, um, <laughs> hope he doesn't get screwed also. by his accountant. <laughs> Cordelia? <laughs> Steph? Um, I think this is a great, especially compared to Welcome to the Hellmouth. You know, this is a great <laughs> <laughs> pilot episode. And they said that they were, that they had never, that they were, as they were editing it, they were uh, restructuring it and, you know, figuring out what did work, what didn't work. You know, like that call to arms scene where after he discovers that 
what's her name? What's the girl's name? Tina. Tina, Tina had been killed. Natty. You know, they had to amp up the, you know, the music and the excitement and the action and get the momentum going. It's it's very good. And there were some really exciting moments with, you know, pushing Russell out the window. And that's a lot like what is to come. Just really thrilling moments. So I give it 8 out of 10 prank phone calls. <laughs> so when when Joss and Co were talking about how they were disappointed in Angel, is it the series or like this particular episode? Now, who said that? You're saying that they were disappointed in Angel? Oh, well, I, I was... Did you listen... Do you listen to a TV talk podcast? Yeah, every a, now and then. Yeah, mm-hmm. GMMR and Ducky Does TV. Yeah. I remember when I first started watching Angel, he said, just in passing, that, oh, I know Josh said that he wasn't proud of Angel. And... I tweeted him to ask him what that meant because it could mean so many different things. I didn't know if if Angel the character wasn't what he wanted or if the show he wasn't overall proud of the show. But I think I have a feeling where that came from was in the beginning of this episode, Josh says that he uh, feels really bad because he betrays his... He betrays his feminist sensibilities because he puts he has to put a woman in danger to have a man oh, okay. save her, and I I have a feeling that that's where that comes from that he's that Joss is not not proud of the series. Mm. It's not yeah I don't think he's like like that the whole series sucks terrible yeah. in my career. <laughs> yeah, why would anybody say that? I think he, I think it was more, I think of yeah, exactly what you said. It was just like but, he and, realized and, that he was filming the first episode he was like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> yeah, and I've heard him say that, you know, he could he could uh really get behind Buffy. He really knew how to write Buffy because she was a woman and uh like it, it he was is so clearly. It, well, it's hard for him. <laughs> Because uh, he is not a um, a very masculine, uh, macho, you know. <laughs> he's, but he's also not a sixteen-year-old girl. But a <laughs> but I think he's closer to a sixteen-year-old girl than he is to a macho yeah. hero type leading I man. I see what type. you mean. And yeah, it's, I see what you mean. he always had. He would always have problems riding Angel. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone should be that close to a sixteen-year-old girl. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I think I, I. Steph, did you rate? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Awesome. Yes, eight out of ten. Awesome. Sorry. I will give it a nine out of ten. Lazy sows. I <laughs> big fan of this episode and uh, great setup and great badass angel moments. Mm-hmm. I think that this this series premiere, like, it didn't even need. We didn't need to watch the first three seasons of Buffy to understand. Like, mm. yeah, you get a little bit of backstory, but then, you know, Doyle lays I'll, it all out for us. But I'll tell you what, uh, my parents never watched Buffy, and they started watching Angel, and they loved it. Yeah, That's yeah so weird. I see that? <laughs> They're like, "Oh, Buffy <laughs> is just man," but Angel's great. You know? <laughs> That's promising. Um, let's see. I think I, you know. I really. I this is a really good pilot, 
And I overall, I think I like Angel more than Buffy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a more, bit more fun. It's a bit more dark. I like the characters more. Um, and I wasn't expecting the pilot to be as great, because it's been a while. Um, but yeah, I think this is a really good start. I think they did a lot and set up a lot. So uh, I think I would definitely go 8 out of 10 archaic internet searches. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> did a lot of the casting crew on Angel work on Buffy? I believe so. I believe people got pulled over from Buffy, right? Because that would, that would make sense in having this pilot just seem uh, so fluid because if the whole if the whole team has already done three seasons of Buffy, yeah, then it just would, you know, because it, it just felt like it wasn't a, a, a pilot. It felt like yeah, you were it felt just like it was just in. yeah, exactly. Uh huh. It was it, definitely a bigger budget. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what we thought about the episode. Uh, you should tell us what you think. You could send us a call at two seven zero four zero Buffy. <laughs> you can send us email at redemption redemptioncast at gmail dot com. You can follow us on the Twitter, and that's twitter dot com slash potential cast um, redemption cast. Sorry, it's going to take a while. And, Buffy and uh, slip. You can uh, also join the potential cast Facebook group. Uh, we're not going to have our own Facebook group. Uh, we're just going to do both podcasts in yeah. the same group. That's uh, facebook dot com slash groups slash potential cast. So, in that vein, shall we do feedback now or shall we do our quotes now? Maybe leave quotes to the end, do feedback now? Yes. Sure. All right. Um, I think we should start with a voice of mail. Let's do it. Let me see, actually. Hold on. Do we have a voice of mail for this? Let me double check. (laughs) La, 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 la. No, it is not for this. So, let's do some emails. Oh, darn. <laughs> uh, John Pavlich writes, Greetings, Garks. Actually, it's Barks today. <laughs> yeah. For me, without question, City of is my favorite pilot Joss has ever made. A close second would be the original unaired dollhouse pilot, but I digress. What I love about Angel is how much darker and more mature it is from Buffy. If Buffy represents the hammer horror classics adapted to appeal to a modern high school audience then i feel angel represents the pulp novels and their film noir counterparts of the 1940s and 50s but updated to the contemporary la nightlife i think (laughs) to view angel in these terms will help you to better understand and appreciate some of its well-worn tropes for example angel's opening voiceover musings about the city itself which does manage to become something of a character much in the way sunnydale is for buffy but your mileage may vary this internal monologue about Los Angeles is right at home in the pages of Raymond Chandler, dime, dime store paperback, and is even lovingly used today by folks like Frank Miller and Shane Black. See, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. The film, not the episode of Torchwood, where James Marsters makes out with John Barrowman, which seems to be the <laughs> only thing that Spoiler! happens in that obviously only three-minute-long episode, since it's all anybody ever looks at or talks about. Yes, the two good-looking men are kissing. Can we grow up and move on now, please? No, Mr. Pavlich, we can't grow up and move on, because it was awesome. And an Um, awesome song. Sorry about that. As I was saying, Angel also contains one of my favorite Whedon characters, Doyle. As I mentioned before on Facebook, this was originally intended to be the Whistler character from season two of Buffy, but since the actor Max Perlich was not available due to scheduling conflicts, Doyle was born. Enter Glenn Quinn. Who is he, you ask? Those of you more familiar with classic American sitcoms may remember Glenn Quinn as Mark, (laughs) brother to David and husband to Becky from the long-running series Roseanne. Joss Whedon was a writer for that show, which also featured, in at least one episode, Allison Hannigan. 
I love how likable and earnest Doyle is, and I hope he becomes a favorite for you guys as well. My favorite moments include Doyle's introduction, where he gives a quick Buffy recap and Joss hangs a lantern <laughs> on it as being just that expository information that many of us are already familiar with. For anyone who is not a screenwriter, hanging a lantern refers, refers to when a writer shines a light on a particularly obvious point <laughs> so as to connect the characters with the audience and to keep the scene moving. Since the oh, story that's why I got in trouble on Halloween. Since the story has acknowledged... <laughs> What the audience is clearly thinking. A good example would be a given episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. After escaping a fatal event by transporting, a character might say, That was lucky timing. Am I right, guys? (laughs) (laughs) I also love how the first episode, Angel Fails. He doesn't rescue Tina, the damsel in distress of this episode, but Joss allows the episode to still end on a good note by having him rescue Cordelia later. Now, bottle the glass, indirect sunlight, and vampire video visibility. Try not to hold on to some of these rules so tightly. You'll drive yourselves totally crackers. If you'll recall, in one of Angel's earliest scenes in Buffy, he talks to Buffy in a crypt while rays of sunlight pour in through the entrance next to them. Never mind how he even managed to make it there in the first place. Near as I could tell, a vampire in this series has to be in direct sunlight before he starts to catch fire, so presumably he could stand in the shade and shadows and be fine. Keep this in mind, as it will come up again in both Buffy and Angel. In fact, Joss and the writers will even hang a lantern on this. Oh, lovely. (laughs) Call back. In regards to Angel showing up on video at the party, I don't recall this ever being stated as an impossibility, just that reflections are not supposed to occur. Again, I turn your attention to classic Buffy. In season two, Spike watches playback video of Buffy fighting a vampire. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. If you want something to really spin your head over, vampires don't breathe in this show, but but we've seen Spike smoking cigarettes. Also, much later in Angel, it will be pointed out that vampires can't get drunk. But of course, in Lover's Walk from Season 3 of Buffy, Spike is perpetually three sheets to the wind (laughs) for almost the entire episode. Point is, just let it go. Don't worry so much about the the continuity and just enjoy how badass Angel is when he does things like shove a guy in a chair out of a skyscraper window or use auto-ejecting wood from his sleeves to (laughs) stake a sawyer. (laughs) I've rambled on long enough. I love Angel. I love Garks. That's Barks today. I love this podcast. Sincerely, John Pavlich (laughs) from the Sofa Dogs podcast. Thank you, John. Uh... Uh, number one, um, I just looked it up, and apparently, um, hanging lantern. It, what I thought was hanging lantern is actually hanging brain. So, uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, and uh, self-propelling wood is another joke. I'd love to make something funny about, but I'll just let you guys continue. <laughs> Who wants to read uh, Nick Burt's email? I've started. <laughs> Nick Burt? Yes. All right. I asked on the Facebook group if there was an email address for Angel episodes, and the only answer I got was just to send it. Oh, anyways, blah, blah, blah. This feedback is for Angel (laughs) season one. You know I'm not going to edit out. You've just been rude on the podcast. Boo. (laughs) Do not read if you haven't read yet. Gigantic font. Okay. I love this show. I love all of Joss Whedon shows, but this one holds a special place in my heart because it was my first 
not including Toy Story. That's right. What? I actually spoiled, I was actually spoiled for Buffy when I watched it the first time because I had seen all of Angel twice. I regret this very often. While spoilers don't really ruin a story, they definitely change things. As an example, I'll never know how I might have interpreted Angel's heartburn and surprise <laughs> because Doyle explained it to me in City of... I've heard that Joss originally wanted to reuse Whistler from Becoming instead of Doyle. I haven't heard anything on this, but if you listen to our podcast, we just explained it. Okay. Don't get too turned off by the vamp makeup. They were experimenting. And how about Cordy, quote omitted? She really comes into her own on this show. You guys are in for a great time with Angel, and I'm looking forward to every minute of it. Nick in Oklahoma. P.S. Did you notice Josh Holloway? (laughs) We did. Thank you, Nicklahoma. <laughs> I hope you don't mind that. It's me being uh, clever. <laughs> you really pulled the rug out from under him with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I may have. Uh, I have one here from uh, Missy. Missy Poole. Missy Poole? Missy Where? Poole. Where is it? I don't see it. It's in the Redemption Cast one. Oh, I'm yeah. not there. Okay, go for it, Robin. Uh, she says, hello, Grax. Oh, yeah, I just coined a new group acronym. Listen, it's Skarg. It's always no. been Skarg. No. That, that's why it's we say at the end of this today. episode. It's Barks I, today. I know. I know. I'm just saying Barks is great at everything. Bark, it even has bite. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Skarg, because at the end of Redemption Cast, we can say Gur Skarg. Okay. Hey. Continuing. <laughs> All right. Uh, so she says the commentary on City of was hilarious. Congratulate or congrats, Gat. Now on to City of. Angel is trying his darndest to stay away from the human population of L.A., but Doyle is a half demon, half human seer. Really wants him to get back out there and help. So so does Cordy, though for more selfish reasons. Cordy is in L.A. going on auditions and getting sponsored by a creepy as house vampire. Things aren't looking up for our girl. This is the pleading portion of the email. Look past the shady Magnum P.I. aspect. The show is great, I promise. I think Robin will keep the angel love going. Oh, yeah. But I just wanted to say it's really worth it. Now, back to the episode itself. It's a great introduction to the world of ATS. Angel fails to save a blonde girl, Tina, finds a new slightly annoying friend in Doyle, and gets a blast from the past in Cordelia. Don't expect this trend to continue. David Greenwall is in charge here, and he has a much darker story in mind. Russell needed to die. And thankfully, Angel is in the business of killing bad guys. <laughs> I just, she's got lots of caps here. That's fine. We understand. I love the entire sequence of Angel meeting Cordy at the big Hollywood party. Could Cordelia be Angel's girl Friday? I think she has great potential. Isn't Doyle fun? I don't remember much enthusiasm for him in the commentary, but I really enjoy his presence, and the PTB, powers that be, think he's special. Oh, and I love Angel. (laughs) Jumping in the wrong car and Doyle's car slash gate issues. And who really thought Tina was going to die? The sequence plays out like Angel just might make it in time. The end is almost adorable. With Cordelia and Doyle convincing Gate, ga- ga- I almost said Gangle. 
<laughs> Gangly, convincing Angel to help the helpless. Welcome to Angel Investigations. Have a demony problem we can help for a price from Simone, aka Missy. Thank you, Missy. <sighs> uh, for a price, what does that mean? Kelsey Campbell writes. <laughs> hey guys! Oh my God, Kelsey, I think you're <laughs> awesome, but your font choice it making me cry. <laughs> Comic Sans. Really? In italics, too. (sighs) Hey, guys, just wanted to write into your first day of Angel, the series. If Buffy is a story about growing up, discovering yourself, and discovering your power, Angel is very much a story about being an adult, in a sense. Since the protagonist is a vampire with a soul, I think you'll find that his world, as well as the people, places, things in it, Sorry, I'm having a hard time reading this font. I will persevere. Has a distinct and interesting grayness. Buffy, I feel, has a greater distinction between black and white. I'm curious to see if you feel the same way, because many fans do not feel this way. And also, how you feel about the morality that Angel subscribes to, or what is prioritized, and how, in contrast to, or similarly to, how Buffy's (laughs) world operates. The series, not necessarily the characters themselves, per se. I've never watched... Uh, Angel the Series and Buffy the Vampire Slayer side by side before, and I'm excited to do so along with you guys. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I hope you enjoy the ride. I personally prefer Angel to Buffy because I find it more... I don't know how to explain it. Basically, I can sink my teeth into Angel in a way that I can't for Buffy. (laughs) Both are enjoyable in their own way. But though Angel is technically a spin-off, I hate referring to it as such because the world, the world building in the series is just as complex and interesting as what you have seen in Buffy. Try to sit back and just enjoy the ride. Or not. As with any show. <laughs> cough. Lost season three. Cough. <laughs> there are slow and awkward and icky moments. There are moments that fans Spoiler hate alert. and other fans love. But that's sort of the point of all this anyway, right? To find right. out what you personally connect to and what you don't. Whedon fans in general seem to have very personal connections to his works. Find the kink that appeals to you and run with it. Anyway, may the force (laughs) be with you. You're taking on a lot. Cal's from Cali. Confidentiality notice. This communication is content. (laughs) We contain confidential... Oh, sorry. That was just a small print. (laughs) And I think we have one more. Yeah. All right. Steph? Uh, Which one is it? Uh, Karen Duggan? Oh, we have two more, then. Two more. Steph, you want to read Karen Duggan's and the Potential oh, Cast email? okay, Karen. Karen. <coughs> Duggan. Third one down. Says, okay, do not read this email if you have not seen Angel Season 1, Episode 1, Spoilers, follow, blah, blah, blah. I hope you are not put off by my opening sentence. I just don't want to spoil any episodes for you, but now to start properly. Hello, Gax and Gax and Gax. <laughs> Long time listener. <laughs> I love how so many of these feedback emails, it just trains a thought. <laughs> <laughs> Long-time listener. G-A-X. I, well, the thing is that we rarely Ooh. explain where Gax comes from, right? Yeah. And it's basically an acronym Gax. of Gabby, Illyrio, Kim, and Steph. So it's G-A-K-S. But I think seeing Gax is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> uh, long time listener first time writer this is mainly because I have just recently caught up with the 
podcast now, and I'm up to date with it. And what better way than to start off with the series opener of Angel? What a Good quality stuff. episode to kick off the new series a million times better than the Buffy opener, in my opinion. Agreed. Agreed. Anyway, we see Angel in the bar at the opening, and I bet you were thinking he's not moping about Buffy again, is he? <laughs> totally. <laughs> and sure enough, he is, but at least this time we see Angel kick some ass. Oops. Is in, the alley- <laughs> in the alleyway against the vampires. I never get why the- their vampire faces are different in this episode. They were experimenting. But anyway... <laughs> Then comes Exposition Doll, who I think is awesome, by the way, and tells us the story of Bangle. Then comes Stalker Angel once again, as he's in the cafe trying to ask Tina out and fails miserably. What happens to Willow's theory of Angel having 400 dates or so? Come come on, Angel, get your act together. Then Cordelia arrives, and I love the scene when Cordelia inquires to whether Angel is still a vampire. <laughs> and may I ask, can vampires be recorded on video or not? Just curious on that one. Apparently, yes. 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 After this, Tina is saved by Angel, who takes her to his den. Tina is ready to get jiggy with it. <laughs> with <laughs> Angel. I know. Tingle, Tingle anyone? anyone? Love it. The- That's Tingle. awesome. <laughs> but that Tingle. quickly stops as soon as Angel rejects her, and then she starts to cry. What a jerk, eh? <laughs> Tina discovers Angel really is a stalker and legs it. To her apartment, and then da da da, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> and in, and in case if you had a guess, yeah, he's a vampire. But you don't know what I found really creepy was when Angel randomly enters her apartment. How did he find that? By the way, and then starts craving the blood of a person he had befriended just a day or so ago, which is like ew. It and is. Then, it was uh, weird. <laughs> then uh, Russell discovers his next target, Cordelia. What a surprise. Cordelia arrives, arrives at creepy Russell's apartment and, oh no, Russell's fancy mansion. And yes, Cordy, she finds out Russell is a vampire. And God, that scene cracks me up every time. <laughs> that is a fist pump moment for me. By the way, just before that, Angel in a shirt. Why? What made, <laughs> what made him think this is occasion? He was waiting for to wear it when all he did was take it off straight after a bit random. Now Angel rescues Cordy and Dola arrives them and Dola drives them home. Then comes the ultimate badass moment. One of my most memorable moments of the series for me is this moment. I won't say the quote, but I just love it when Angel strolls onto the into the meeting and then kicks that Russell dude out of the window. Suck on that, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what is your opinion on the new main characters, Dor Cordelia and Angel? Do you think Angel is better already without Buffy with him? Yes. yes. That show yes. makes my day listening to you guys. Raiders. Raiders, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I have to tell you, it, Russell had a mansion, not an apartment, but. <laughs> I, 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 I love your email. It's awesome. And I must say that, uh, yes, without Buffy, Angel is a million times better. Mm-hmm. Because he's not pining for the fjords. Yes. <laughs> Robin, you had one? Yeah. Uh, Rachel, who has a very interesting email address, I must say, Rachel. Um, she says, hello, Gax, plus Robin, or Garks, or Grax, or, or 
Barks. How about you fabulous people? Thank you. City of ranks among my favorite ATS episodes. It really? Is perfect. Sorry. <laughs> it is perfect introduction to the series and it instantly establishes that ATS is not simply a spin-off of BTVS. But can stand alone with its... I'd just rather read the initials. Uh, with its darker tone and visuals, morally ambiguous characters, adult issues and themes, its distinctive blend of noir and superhero g- genres, with a bit of Batman and John Woo thrown in for good measure, and a hero who just happens to be a vampire, albeit it a vampire with a soul. Angel, unlike Buffy, strives to save people not because he's destined by some ancient prophecy, but because he feels the need to redeem himself for his horrific past. And although he's still prone to brooding, we can already see some differences in his character. He's comical, socially inept, and a leader, yet very much the noir hero who doesn't always save the girl. We're also introduced to two mysterious antagonists, the powers that be, who... I don't know if that if if uh, they said there was only there's two of them, uh, Rachel, but <laughs> who send uh, visions of people in danger to Doyle, Angel's half demon guide who is also seeking atonement, and Wolfram and Hart, a law firm that defends the powerful evil players of this gritty version of Los Angeles. I very much look forward to see how shallow but down in her luck Cordelia will fit into Angel's world how this ragtag band of characters will develop and how our fabulous podcasters will react to the show. Thank you for all your wonderful podcasty hard work, Rachel Hughes. Thank you, Rachel. Thank, Thank you, Rachel. Rachel. I appreciate that. Um, I think I'm full of predictions. I don't know why Cordelia will be Angel's buddy and then she will fall madly in love with him. Mm. No. Yes. Bango. <laughs> no, exactly. Whatever. Then she'll just be like, um, how Xander is to Buffy. It's ugh. A want that I can never have. <laughs> want take have, Kim. Uh-huh. Want take have. <laughs> that's right, Kim. But that's not what, I don't think Cordelia's like that anymore. Because when she was in high school, she was selfish and like really, like, she literally could have anything she wanted. But now she's like, okay, I've learned my lesson. I'm kind of living on hard times, so not everything is as easy as it seems. I suppose. I'm writing it as I go along. I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah. Is that it for feedback? On my side, yeah. Awesome. That's great. Uh, thank you, everyone, for your feedback. Uh, doing feedback at the end is interesting. I'm not used to this. Brad, you're used to this. What's it like to hear people say things that you've already said minutes earlier? Well, it's good because you don't get scooped. I guess so. <laughs> See, that's that's the upside. You get to say it first. Yeah. Yeah. But then I you're guess. just reiterating every whatever you already said. Yeah, I, I guess just, I just well, I, I advise folks that since it's set up this way, maybe just like, you know, give us a few thoughts of what you thought about the episode. Don't necessarily you know, re- recap the, the whole thing. Are you telling uh, people that to that's keep not it appreciated? Short. But yeah, keep it short. People... Be as verbose as you want. If you want to skip stuff, we'll skip stuff. Okay. You'll hear lots of bloody, 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 blah. Exactly. Blah, 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 blah. Because <laughs> none of us pre read anything before we get. No. <laughs> I want it to be fresh. Recording. I think it's quote time because we have to wrap it up. It's been an hour and 15 minutes already. All right. Kill me. <laughs>
I'll go uh, first. Go ahead. I am somebody. I matter. <laughs> People will be attracted to my positive energy and help me achieve my goals. I am right where I'm supposed to be and not dying for something to eat. <laughs> uh, I'll say the one that I got my point system from it's about reaching out to people showing them there's still love and hope left in this world spare change mister get a job you lazy sow <laughs> <laughs> so um, are you still there <laughs> yeah there's not actually a cure for that <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh uh, yeah, she's a stiffener, all right. I can't lie about that. <laughs> wow, this podcast is more adult. <laughs> Brad, um, let's see. Do you take milk and sugar? Because I don't have those things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he had tea. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yes. But he is Irish, right? He has to have tea and whiskey. And whiskey. Some Jamesons. That was awesome. Uh, Brad, thank you for joining us on such short notice and being an awesome replacement. Um, Please promote yourself. Yes, you can catch me on the Twin Peaks podcast, where we're going over Twin Peaks in a similar fashion. And also. Yay! (laughs) Yay! Um, also, you can catch me on the Ramjack podcast, where we are currently talking about Mr. Belvedere and Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Did you talk about the? <laughs> Do you listen to um, to Jay Moore's podcast? No, he's talking about how he used to be friends with the guy who played. I think his name was Kevin, the eldest son on Mr. Belvedere. No way, name? really. And he was talking about how they had to stop production because Mr. Belvedere sat on his own balls. Oh. <laughs> 11 never forget. <laughs> you should listen to that podcast. It's much funnier than how I'm even saying it now. I'm going to have to. <laughs> All right. Um, Thank you again, Brad. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for coming on, Brad. I I really think we should be uh, talking to people who are somebody, though. (laughs) (laughs) But it's been fun. (laughs) Uh, Robin, what's our homework for next week? Uh, our homework for next week. Well, should we be saying what's on potential? No, cast next just week? just talk about Redemption Cast. Redemption it would just cast. be easier. What's our, our homework for the next episode of Redemption Cast, Robin? Uh, that will be the episode "Lonely Hearts." I've already got the theme song for that one. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun, I think. Bye. 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 Oh, well. <laughs>